I think we're all aware of the power of our environment. And we know that the right environment can propel us forward and pull the best out of us. And the wrong environment, often described as toxic, you know, is what the kids call it these days. But even just the wrong environment in general can keep us stagnant and can keep us feeling as if we're kind of a fish out of water and we don't really fit in and all that sort of good stuff. And that's all well and good. We're like, okay, cool. I need a good environment. But what I want to talk about today is, well, how do you identify a good environment? Because oftentimes we're like, well, I mean, you know, a place or an environment that that creates a bunch of people who get the result that I want is maybe a good environment. Or maybe a bad environment is somewhere that is outwardly toxic, you know, where like you can just see that, hey, this, the way that they treat employees or the way that that team fails to work together, that's a negative environment. And that's not what I want. But the reality is I want to make you aware of one, going one step further and going past what you see on the surface level, because the right environment is unique to every individual. And not only that, not only does every person perceive every environment differently, but every person at a different time in their life or a different season in their life is going to see an environment differently or is going to interact differently with an environment. And so what we want to be able to do is say, is ask the question, where do I need to be right now with this season of my life? What environment do I need to be in so I can get the most, so I can get the most of what I want out of life? How, how can I find the place that helps me propel forward to help me get the, the most of what I want? And it's a tricky question because as I mentioned before, it's like, yeah, you could look at like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I want to build my business up to $10 million. So I need to be around a bunch of business owners and entrepreneurs who have done just that. And there's some validity to that. There's some validity to that, but also I want to point out that there's a lot of different types of businesses that have scaled to that size of revenue. And there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's a bunch of different ways to, to skin the cat, so to speak. So that prerequisite alone of like, oh, here's a bunch of people who have done it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right environment. And in our world, it's like, dude, I, I help people with their fitness. So it's like, oh, I need to be around people who have, you know, lost 20 pounds before. Well, dude, there's a bunch of different ways to lose 20 pounds. And some of them are completely unhealthy. Some of them are completely unhealthy from a physical standpoint. Some of them will do psychological damage. If you lose weight the wrong way, if you go about your fitness journey the wrong way, you can create some eating disorders. You can do a bunch of weird shit. So it's like, yeah, dude, there's there's a bunch of different ways to lose 20 pounds. And you can get around a bunch of people who are fear-mongering when it comes to food. Like, oh, we don't eat gluten and we don't do you know sugar. And and yeah, maybe, maybe that'll get you to your weight loss goal. But depending on who you are and what you're about, you might be A, just fucking miserable, uh, but B... They may put some ideas in your head that make you scared about nothing. There's nothing I hate more than when people are fear-mongering about food. And so environment is tricky because it's, it's not really that simple. It's not, it's, it's not like, oh, there's a bunch of people who did what I'm trying to do, so let me go do that with them. There's a bunch of different factors that go into it. And I wanted, and rather than list out all the different you know, ways that you can find your own perfect a uh, custom fit environment for you in the season of life you're in right now, rather than list out every possible attribute that a group of people or a place can have, why don't we do a little bit of reverse engineering? And why do we find one little skeleton key here that can kind of unlock anything for you to determine if this is the right place for me or not? And so before we go and talk further about environment, I want to talk about a concept that we we talk about from a mindset standpoint within our program, and maybe you've heard me talk about it here, but 
we've all heard about like, oh, that person's projecting on me, right? Well, that's an actual thing. And there's a little formula that we use that we say, hey, what we process is what we project. And then that gets mirrored back to me. What I process is what I project, and then that gets mirrored back to me. So what I process, that means how do I feel about something internally? And this could be you know, conscious thoughts, but it's, it's almost always unconscious thoughts. How I'm feeling in a certain situation will cause me to behave a certain way. I will project that out into the world, right? So how I feel about whatever situation I'm in, I will have conscious and unconscious thoughts about that, and that will be projected outwards in terms of my body language, my facial expressions, the language that I use, the tone of voice that I use, the energy that I project on other people, and the whole deal. So how I feel really can't be hidden. How I feel at a conscious and unconscious level can't really be disguised. I am going to end up projecting that out into the world. And here's the crazy part, is once we project it out into the world, it gets mirrored back to us. The world shows us more of who we are with how we perceive the world, how we behave, how we react to the world. That's how people treat us. These are all mirrors that we can look into. And so here's where I find that we can make this a really interesting case study, how we can make this a really useful tool. Because if I'm like, hey, I know an environment is right, or or how do I know an environment is right? I know I need to be around people. I need to be in places that help propel me forward in life. How can I use that process project mirror equation to identify a good environment for me? And we can start with the mirror. You ever been in a place where like, man, everybody here is just like really nice to me. Everybody is like super open and energetic and all that sort of stuff. Everybody's, I'm having great conversations with everybody. We're skipping the bullshit. We're skipping the small talk. We're getting right down to like stuff that matters. Well, guess what? If you're in an environment where that's happening, then you're projecting that energy. You're projecting an open energy. You're projecting a high energy. You're projecting a friendly energy. You're projecting the energy to want to grow and learn, which means that whatever that environment did, it made you feel that way internally first. You were processing. The environment put you in a state where you felt open, where you felt ready to learn, where you felt able to grow. And because the environment made you feel that way and you're processing internally, you project that energy outward and everybody around you senses that and mirrors it back to you and you feel like it's a positive environment. So I want you to think about that because the opposite is also true. The opposite is also true. If you're in an environment where everybody else seems to be having a good time, but you feel some kind of way about it, you feel like, oh, nobody's talking to me and nobody likes me. I should just go stand in the corner and eat worms. Well, even if that's a positive environment for all those other people, because they're out there having a good time, they're out there connecting, building businesses, whatever it is that they do, and you're like, man, nobody's talking to me. Well, yeah, that's because you're projecting some standoffish energy. And is that because you're a bad person? No, it's because something about the environment is making you feel that way. So go find somewhere else to be. Go find another circle of people to put yourself in that's going to help you feel the most open and alive. Because that's what we're after, isn't it? Like we're at, we're after a place that makes us feel most alive. And when we do that, when we feel our best, we project that energy into the world, which is a, a two-way street. Not only now do we feel good about being positive contributors to the environment, but all that positive you know, energy, and for lack of a better word, it's positive. I don't know. All the good stuff that we're projecting out in the world is being mirrored back to us. And it's, you know, a win-win-win situation where it's like you win because you feel good 
which puts you at your best. You win because you're contributing, which makes you feel good. And then you win because then guess what? Everybody gets to see this high level version of you and you have the best relationships. So when it comes to an environment, it's really, you can't just look at the surface level and be like, this is a good, this is a good environment that fosters growth and this is a toxic environment. That's not the question. It's not so simple to draw that conclusion. You have to look and be like, how, how am I behaving in this environment? And how are people treating me in this environment? And you can work backwards from there to, to identify, well, this is how I feel about it. <laughs> the, this is unconsciously how I'm processing. This is unconsciously how I feel about it. And if it's an environment that makes you feel small or shuts you down or makes you feel grumpy or just like whatever, if, if the environment in any way, shape or form, you know, tends to make you gravitate towards a lower vibration, a lower frequency, well, dude, just go find a different environment. Just go be around somewhere that works for you because there's you know, 8 billion or something people in the world. So there's a lot of different social circles out there. There's a lot of different clubs you can be in. There's a lot of different masterminds you can join. There's a lot of different schools you could go to. There's, you know, a lot of different teams you can join. Like there's just, there's an unlimited amount of places you can put yourself to foster growth. But I think oftentimes we try to force it because we're not aware of this little process project mirror equation. We're like, oh, this must be the right place because everybody else is having a good time and I feel like shit and I don't feel like I can keep up and I'm underperforming here. Dude, it's not, there's nothing wrong with you per se. It's just not the right place for you, you know, and, and the, the opposite can also be true where it's like, hey, dude, you're in this environment, you're, in, you're doing something with your life, you're, you're putting yourself in this group of people and maybe to outsiders like, why does he run in that circle? Why does he keep going to that course or to that mastermind? Why does he keep taking these courses? And it has, you know, and this is actually, so I guess rather than speaking broad strokes, I'll just share with you. Like this was me as a personal trainer. I would always take weekend courses. So I'd go and do like continuing ed certifications probably three or four times a year for a decade, you know, which is a pretty healthy amount. That's a healthy amount of tuition. That's a healthy amount of travel. And people used to say to me, you know, especially people who cared about me, didn't want to see me throwing my money away and that sort of stuff would say, Hey, you know, don't you know enough? Like you seem like, you know, your shit, you've been doing this for a while now. You got all, you got a bunch of clients, you got a successful business. Like, don't you know enough? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I do, but I'm not, I'm not going to these things with the hope of picking up one more tactical thing to add to my clients. You know, I'm just not like, maybe I'll get one, maybe I won't, but what I'm doing is putting myself in a place where I know I feel most alive. I'm putting myself in a learning environment where I know my best self is present. And I'm doing that to remind myself of what my best self looks like, of how I I can feel when I'm firing on all cylinders. And I want to remind myself of that so I can go ahead and bring it back to my business. Because this is probably how a lot of us feel, which is why I wanted to touch on this point. A lot of times these environments, like in this case for me, it wasn't my everyday you know, and, and like the gym, the gyms that I owned, like they were awesome. They, they all had like their own unique little vibe and it's like, they weren't bad environments, but I wasn't physically surrounded necessarily by my colleagues that were pushing me to grow or making me feel like I was growing. So I had to go outside of my day-to-day environment to go replenish that, to remember what that felt like to be vibrating at my highest frequency. And I think a lot of us are like that because when it comes to environments, you can make dramatic changes and you can move across the country. I've done that too. 
that's all well and good, but not, that's not practical for everybody. That's not practical for everybody. And so if you're like, dude, I just, I kind of like where I'm at. Logistically, I like where I'm at, where I'm living. I, I, honestly, where I'm working isn't even that bad. But maybe I can just join some groups and I can get out of my day-to-day, put myself in a circle of people that call out the best in me just by their very presence, put myself in an environment that makes me feel like I'm vibrating at my highest frequency, makes me feel like I'm growing and expanding. And even just getting a small dose of that a couple times a year and bringing it back to whatever geographical location you live in, that's oftentimes enough. I'm going to end it on this thought, which is that environment means a lot of different things. It's it's obviously it's where you live and where you work and in your house and your home and the people you live with. Like these are obviously a massive part of your environment. But in well, and especially in this day and age, you can choose to sort of dip your toe in the water and spread your energy out and be involved in a couple of different environments. You could decide to tune into this podcast. That's part of your environment. So constantly putting voices in your head that make you feel alive, that call out the best in you, that make you feel like you're growing and expanding. Cool, man. Podcast can be a part of that. Your social media feed can be a part of that. The books you read can be a part of that. And then also relationships can be a part of that, even if you're not physically next to the person. I have a lot of relationships with clients and colleagues who are all over the country. And even though we get to see each other rarely, um, you know, sometimes not even every year, uh, that doesn't matter because I, I've consciously decided that these people need to be in my orbit. And because of that, we reach out and just a small text exchange or a brief phone call can add to my day so much, can remind me of how good it feels to be around, to be in an environment, to be around people who make you feel expansive. And so your environment can be a culmination of things. Yes, it's physical. The city you live in, the house you live in, the job you go to, of course that's physical. But environment can expand well beyond that. It can be your relationships outside of your geographical location. It could be podcasts, books, whatever you're feeding your brain. And then it can be events and groups that you go to as well. And, you know, I share that coming off the back of like, we just had our um, client retreat. We, we do one big one a year. It's down here in Camp Lucy and Dripping Springs. And it was just, and it's awesome. It's like, hey, dude, not like most people, most of the people who came down here to hang out for a couple of days aren't necessarily going to move out here to the Texas Hill Country. But, but just being down here once a year fosters those relationships, reminds them of what it feels like to be in a room with people who call out the best in them. And I think that is a powerful, um, that is a powerful curation of all those people's own environments. So I would just encourage you to do the same. Look for shit that makes you feel alive. How about that? I could have said it all in two seconds. If you're not sure if this is the right environment for you or you're not sure how to change your environment, just look at all the little aspects of your life that make you feel most alive and do more of that shit. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you. Quick one today. Um, I'm off. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, if you haven't already, head over to the good info. We are launching getting ready to launch in the next week or so here, Metaphysique 2024 version. Uh, so what you can do is you go to goodshit.info, just punch in, there'll be like a wait, a wait list. And it's a wait list because I'll bring it to everybody at once rather than be a shit show and like, oh my God, like, you know, 
you can just join whatever you want. And then trust me, you don't want that because I'm an organizational mess. So what I'm, what I'll do is I'll just open it up for a couple of days, get everybody who wants to be in, in, get y'all taken care of. And then, you know, we'll, we'll open it up later on down the road. So just get on the wait list now. So you can be the first to know when the, when the, uh, when the metaphorical doors are open and we'll go from there. All right. We'll talk to y'all soon.